Free Brooklyn. This is Emma from Stateside Coffee Shop. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. You are listening to Dunson. Catherine Dunn is late again, but luckily I found this idiot on the street. Oh, so there's a show tomorrow? Oh, no. Is it today? We're doing a show right now. Right now? Yeah, it's a show right now. You're on the air. Oh, no. Oh, yes. You are on the air. So, hey to me, mom. What? Hey, hey to me, mom. What? <laughs> hey to me, mom. Hello to your mother. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Hey to me, mom. Okay. Stop. I like the song. It's the intro. It's like me, you know. No, I don't know. I've lost my mind. You know. Okay. Haven't you? Haven't we all? I think I think that the whole world has lost its mind at this point. Like, pay attention to the news for like 10 seconds. No. That's never fun. Yeah. You know, it's all hell. Hellfire. <laughs> hellfire. Yeah. <laughs> In the news. Oh. Yeah. All right. So we've got a guest here. He looks, he looks pretty pissed. Not I'm, drunk, but I'm pissed. Just, just utterly perplexed by your session moth accent. Like I'm very, like, I've never <laughs> met a session moth in my life. I know what session moth is because I got, I watch a lot of British wrestling. So I know Irish <laughs> stereotypes. What? I know what a chav is. I know what a moth is. I know, like so much uh, British culture, basically through the through the BBC. So I know what a moth is. Sure, I've right, never yeah. met a moth before. In I my mean, life. I mean, I think wrestling is really good at explaining to you stereotypes. Just specifically British stereotypes. I've learned so much. I, I mean, know, I learned what a brooming is. Like I know that "bab" is a term of endearment. Like I've learned so much. What's a brooming? <laughs> a brooming is a Birmingham accent. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Like if you've never been outside, well, like where, where in, where in Ireland you from? Wherever. Ah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so I've got some questions. It's a what a talk show. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. 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 Read the questions that we prepared. All right. So ready? <laughs> yeah. Net neutrality. Go. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not. Yeah. Let me figure uh. it out. Let me figure it out for everybody in like the next five minutes. Like net neutrality is hilarious. The way that it's basically just big companies deboing the what is essentially should be free should be a free and open exchange of ideas but just net google just went like i want more money because so, uh, well, google's pro net neutrality it's really like comcast i mean so, google and definitely earn do, do there's definitely a good windfall for google if they do if net neutrality gets killed 
No, because it really it's more the providers, and Google yeah. is a provider for some people, yeah. but Comcast and Verizon are the ones that want it. In oh, fact, the guy who's in charge of the FCC right now, who is put in charge by Trump, is a former like Verizon employee. Oh, yeah. Um, I, so he, his his friends are want him to do it real, real bad. So what, what it means is that they can charge different people amounts of money instead of having... Um, so like... Say I am Netflix hmm? and uh, I pay for my own right, bandwidth. I am Netflix. Good job. Uh, and I pay for my own um, internet service, my streaming speed. And uh, and then, but Verizon's customers are paying for streaming speed and they want to use Netflix and it uses up Verizon's bandwidth. Currently, Netflix is paying for its own bandwidth and then the users are paying for their own bandwidth. But what Verizon and Comcast wants to do is make it so that they can charge you more for uh, for contacting Netflix. Double banda. Uh, so you're already paying for your bandwidth and Netflix already is paying for its bandwidth, but they're going to make Netflix pay them money to even be used on Comcast or Verizon. Uh, but thus making it so that, they, that those big companies can decide who... Uh, gets information displayed. So like Comcast in particular views Netflix as their biggest competitor because they have uh, Xfinity, which no one really they have. They have their own streaming service. Yeah. So they would charge themselves nothing uh, for streaming and then charge Netflix millions of dollars. And actually that was going to, before the FCC up, up um, changed the rules, uh, they were going to do that. So whenever the guy from Verizon says that no one was ever going to do any of these things, the reason why that they these rules were changed is because they were going to do things. Isn't there like in other countries they do have they don't have the net neutrality laws that we have? They don't have title true net neutrality. Well, Portugal. Yeah. Well, most uh, most I would say just a falsehood that the internet has uh, has sold me. So I uh, I'm not entirely sure what every country has, but in general, I would say that most countries are pretty net neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's only uh, it's, it, if this passes, the entire nature of the internet changes, and it puts America behind a lot of other countries. That makes sense. Um, and uh, so does Trump. Uh, what? <laughs> So does Trump. I mean, that's fair, I guess. She's parked uh, already behind. She uh, just parked a truck in the statement. Like, yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you just, just, just backed up her four-wheel beep, 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 in front of this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think that net neutrality is a huge deal, and everyone should care about it, but it's just so boring that you can't get people to, like, know about it. I mean, I feel like the internet has rallied pretty much behind net neutrality. Yeah, but the, but the internet is actually – the people that actually – make stuff for the internet and talk about on the internet are so small compared to the amount of people that use the internet and the amount of people that matter in a vote on the, in the United States. So like the average person, like my mother who uses the internet every day on her phone and actually has an understanding more than my elementary school students do of what the internet actually is. She, uh, she has no idea what net neutrality is. And if I tried to explain it to her, she would be like, what? And it's on the news all the time now Mm -hmm. because they're, because it's a big deal because that, that vote is coming. Yeah. And all the only people that can stop the vote from happening is Congress. Yeah. And so if you, if you're listening to this, call your congressman and tell them to make the vote stop because it, because it will go through the current head of the FCC, uh, it's his it's his pet project, and he says he's doing it to make it the internet freer for everyone. But what he means is freer for the people who are controlling what you can and cannot see on the internet. Yeah. Free, and no one wants that. Freer for it's all this is done so a rich guy can get a boat. Yeah, it's all it's also Comcast doesn't have no. I, I honestly think it's so that com- companies like Comcast and Verizon who don't want to invest in infrastructure because it's expensive. <laughs> 
um, can can change their bandwidth and not spend money. So it's all so that they don't have to make new things. It's all so that they don't have to put more wire on the ground. It's the entire thing is so that they so that we can have slower internet than the rest of the world. I thank you for for you really humanize that point. I thought like is whenever these subjects get broached, I always assume that it's because uh, corporations are evil and that's just the fu- but you gave a really human reason for why this evil thing would happen is because a, bu- a dude is lazy. It's not just lazy. It's that they don't want to spend the money. They don't like, want to work hard. Yeah, they, 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 they don't want to go because they, because the problem with being an internet company in general and for problem for Com- the way Comcast sees it at least is that whenever they're finished installing wire, they have to start over because the, because, because everything is upgraded, right? Yeah. So Com- from Comcast's view, they would rather use the, the, the bandwidth they already have in the ground instead of installing more bandwidth. And as more people are starting to use Netflix and Xfinity and all these other wow. things, they are running out of that bandwidth. So they'd rather put that bandwidth. So like in a net, in a non net neutrality world, um, a company could pay Comcast tons of money to be faster than everyone else. Instead, uh, so, uh, so, and that's crazy because, uh, they're already paying their end on the internet. They're already paying for internet. They're paying, uh, they're paying yeah. the backbone system. We can go into like, I know way too much about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which is the same thing that Comcast is paying, um, for internet bandwidth. And, uh, so they don't, they shouldn't have to pay Comcast anything because they have nothing to do with Comcast. Um, but, uh, Netflix had already agreed to start paying Comcast before the, the net neutrality rules changed because yeah. they know that their business will go out of business. So this will happen. Yeah. And, um, it's really fucked. Wow. So like, I mean, yeah, it, this is the price of doing business and capitalism that we have, the capitalist society that we set up is that companies will do whatever it takes to, I, I think that, uh, capitalism in itself is not a bad concept, but we, but over time, since the eighties, like it's the, gotten broken. It's re, re, well, this country has been pretty much deregulated since when Reagan. Yeah. yeah, uh, and yeah. Well, I mean, even before him, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Once you like <laughs> capitalism is great. If you rein it in, if you have oversight, if you have yeah, well, as soon as people start to find loopholes is yeah. when things start to break and capitalism works when you have everyone that is good natured in charge of it. But for the same reason why communism doesn't work, there are people that aren't good natured at all times. No. So, uh, you have to like look into things. My favorite thing that you said is that it's boring. It's it's super boring. This whole conversation is so boring. Yeah, no, what you said was that it was boring, right? And then call Congress, make the vote stop. I feel like if they made a yeah. song, it would be better. Yeah, yeah, they should go call Congress, tell them that this is boring, and make it stop. Yeah, but like make 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 some beats, you know, like make yeah. a fucking song, you know. Then it won't be so boring. <laughs> then people will care. Congress, make the vote stop. Yeah. Uh, Alright. All right. <laughs> that was the lamest that was, I was, shit. I was, <laughs> so, as the hood dude in the room, I'm like offended, but fine. Do what, <laughs> do what you have to. I don't... What I, you got? I, Bring like, it. Uh, look, I, I walked away from mad ciphers in my time, so I'm just... Like, believe it or not, not every hood dude can rap no matter what every hood dude tells you not every uh, hood dude can i rap. mean that's true of all like that's been true throughout history actually <laughs> throughout history yeah well, like all those people that used to sing on the streets at yeah. like lampposts they all thought they were like, gonna be the next like Ooh. jersey fucking boys like, nah. and now yeah and, it, it's amazing boys. how a lot of, it's amazing how a lot of our pop music was uh just dudes singing around lampposts that was like I, the 1950s that's like all pop music like hip-hop is that too right yeah, except we're not lampposts but like just like street corners, right? Occasionally we had dudes around an oil barrel. 
That's some hobo ass shit. <laughs> just <laughs> the Bronx is cold and it's like you just want to chill outside with your yeah, homies and, you, and you, shit. You cannot. You cannot just do just nothing. Rap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally. All right. Next question. Right. Got Charles it. Manson. Go. <laughs> he <laughs> died. Yeah. He he is a murderer. He murdered a, shit out of people. Yeah, uh, oh yeah. And he was he, a murderer and a racist. And then like uh, that's the thing about. Uh, White serial killers. It's like very trendy to be a white serial killer sometimes. What? Yeah, anyway, uh, um, so no, I think awesome. I was on the train the day he died, and there there's a hippieish lady who looked real dumb, and her son, and she was explaining to him that like Charles Manson was like a really good musician, which is kind of I guess probably true. No, but, and and he was and all that, right. And yeah, he was an all right. I don't know. He wasn't popular enough to not have to become a serial it killer. Sounded like the um, sounds uh, of the demon. And then and then, and then she was like, you know. Like he didn't. Even, he just told people to kill people. He didn't even kill kill people, which is true for the first set of murders, but not for the second set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're not only are you misinformed, lady, you're crazy. I mean, yeah. I guess it's like one of those things. Is like uh, for the hippies, like it's important that they have their own serial killer. I guess they need representation. <laughs> they need representation, like <laughs> every group. <laughs> I, I and it's like finally a guy that speaks to I, my generation. I, I feel like Charles Manson was a large contributor to the end of the hippie movement. Pretty though. much, like, yeah. Like hippies were disenfranchised because this crazy person just started killing people. Yeah, and he, he put he cut X's into all his follower, followers' heads, like uh, so they'd have an X scar because they were X'd out of society. I love that. So he, what you blaming him not cocaine? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I'm blaming him not cocaine. Yeah, man, cocaine. Did, I mean, cocaine didn't make him do that. He just no. I mean, like for killing the hippies, I feel like hippies were killed by the cocaine movement. Well, I think. Uh, hippies... I mean, I think that there's a lot of things that like. Killed have you ever hippies. tried being nice on cocaine? It's not fucking easy. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'm Wait. never nice when I'm on cocaine. Wait, uh, I would investigate this. Uh, have you met a nice person on cocaine? I've met nice people while I was on cocaine, but they I, wasn't. I've met plenty of nice people on cocaine. Yeah. Like, I think it's like al- I think it's like so. alcohol, where like every where everyone's different, right? Yeah, like I no. imagine your personality <laughs> getting nice. That's impossible. Everyone. I've the never same. met a cane man that wasn't nice. It was nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you want to fuck on cocaine, but like you're not nice about it. I mean, if you're fucking somebody, Wait, isn't that that? Isn't that nice? You'd have, like, you'd have the meanest sex. I hate you, but stay still. Yeah. I don't like the. I don't like that word over your face. Get out. Get over here. No, I don't. <laughs> Like oh, that sounds like cocaine fucking. Yeah? If someone fucks me, like I'm just gonna assume they're like they're cool at least. I mean, like, I would like to think that this, ma- like. if you're enjoying it, I would like to assume that you are that you're like okay, this person's cool. And if they weren't, you'd be like okay, well, I'm justifying it. I'm gonna find a way to <laughs> no, make them cool like, in my look, head, or else this is wrong. Like in this moment, you are clearly like <laughs> in this moment, you are the coolest person I know. Yeah, yeah. For the next thirty seconds, yeah, you're the coolest person I know. Until you or I finish, we're one, one of like. There's no animosity here, man. There was a little bit of animosity, but that's yeah. fine. All right, thoughts and feelings on something ridiculous leading to something dire. Like, for example, if Jelly Beans was like way to the world wars. What? Like what? if the like economy? If something stupid. I mean, yeah, what? Like, what if, like the economy rested on jelly bean, the trading of jelly beans, right? But more like if genocide and jelly beans was like related in some way, like jelly beans directly offended affected whether there'd be genocide. Or something. Are you like Those, to, these are just words she put together? Yeah, in like, a like jelly yeah, beans, I think, genocide. I think that like she wants to have like some it? kind of alliterative like question, <laughs> like uh, 
I'm jealous of the jenny, jelly bean jealous genocide. All right, fine. It's above your heads. Fuck off. <laughs> Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving, go. I always do that. It's fun. Oh, I read something really funny about Thanksgiving. It's like Thanksgiving is if like you invited a homeless man over to your house for a meal and then he killed you and your family. And then every year he celebrated the meal in your house by throwing a party. That makes more sense to me than Thanksgiving. Uh, that's just something I read, but that is like very apt. That was like, I was like, wow, wouldn't it have to be his house though? Well, it is his house because you're dead and your family's dead. I mean, all the stuff that we we like justify like for it'd be the homeless person killing a family. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, all the things we justify for holidays, like Thanksgiving, like w- w- like peace with the Native Americans, that that all that stuff is like ex- vastly exaggerated throughout history. Yeah. Um, and like most of it's actually just a harvest festival. It's just a festival. Yeah, it's um, there's a, there's a Thanksgiving in 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 other countries on different days. Like Canada has a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with native Americans. It's just, that's when it's the harvest copying. ends. It's just, yeah. Yeah. What? Americans like it's good. Copying. Americans yeah. like, it's copying. Yeah. Americans it's copying. like really good lies. Like we're a real nation yeah, like, of liars. Oh Social yeah. Pass. Like Columbus discovered America. Lies I like, I like how everyone thinks that Columbus thought that everyone thought the world was flat when Columbus went around that everyone, everyone knew the world was round. When Columbus. Yeah. Everyone. Like, like you can see it when you look in the distance, there's an arc. It was a common knowledge. In fact, Columbus didn't even think the Earth was a sphere. He thought it looked like a pear. Yeah, he was an idiot. Yeah, no, he was a maybe moron. thought it looked like a sexy woman. But you know, thing the thing about Columbus is uh, we're not for him. I wouldn't be here. So uh, thanks, I guess. But thanks for your history of slavery. Like, and thanks all the. Ra- I, I mean, look, we're not rape. I wouldn't exist. So, like, so I'm not super happy about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. There's there's levels of where yeah. There's you like feel good oh, about man, it. it's like uh, it's real awkward sometimes. <laughs> it's like it's like just I know for a fact that were not rapists, I would my family would not be alive, which is a good a plus and a minus, I guess. Uh, so that's kind of like what I was asking, except with instead of jelly beans, it's like rape. Oh, we got around to it. Yeah. No, All okay. right. Yeah. Yeah, we figured out your jelly bean rape thing. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Well, it was genocide. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Not rape. Rape yeah, cause, is the cause, jelly beans. Yeah, because we have to find something that, that is alliterative with rape. Like, uh, Well, no, it was rape and then what? Like culture. Regicide. Regicide. <laughs> yeah, like when you have to register. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Black Fridays, you hear about Galleria Mall, St. Louis. No, uh, what happened? All right. So there was like a peaceful protest until the cops arrived. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. You know what they was protesting? What? Cops. Okay. Being unpeaceful. Fair. Yeah, the treatment to blacks, you know, local uh, yeah. bank practices and also um, like neglect of infrastructures. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so they arrested a, a Missouri, a misery uh, state rep. No, you were you were right the first time. Misery. <laughs> Guess what color his face was? Uh, I'm gonna throw it out here: black. It's yeah, black dude. obviously. Yeah, of course they threw. Yeah, attractive fellow, Bruce, Bruce, <laughs> Frank's Jr. Okay. All I, right. Why was he specifically? Why did you throw in attractive? Because he was okay. Because, I noticed because, because she, ma- uh, she had to look at a picture of yeah, him and was like, Ooh, Yeah, I wanted to make sure he was black. You're a bad yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, my guts told me he was black because they arrested him, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, if he wasn't black, yeah. they wouldn't have arrested him. They would have given him a microphone. Like, right? you're right. I, but mean, also- they, I mean, there would have been more news, probably. <laughs> yeah. What? That he had a speech with a microphone? Yeah. I mean, I mean he would probably get, like, he was a white guy got arrested. They would have probably, like, been. You, I would have heard uh, about it. Yeah, him. it would no longer have been a, like, thing that is like like people are offended on the internet but yeah. it would be more like a, everyone knows about this yeah, if it was, fox news yeah if it was like a white six-year-old girl that got arrested would i 
she'd be our new president. Like that's how that works. I mean, I feel like if it was a white six year old girl doing anything that was mildly cute, like getting arrested, yeah, that would be be like sweet. (laughs) Getting arrested. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, that'd be like. I think six year old, like six year olds in general, doing adult things is is adorable. Nah, nah, nah. (laughs) Not true. Someone took my mum away from me. I pictures. All right. Yeah. Yeah, she thought it was funny. Took pictures of me, like with needles and shit, you know. And they took her away, or me, whatever. All right. So like, you think it's cute, it's funny at the time, right? We was all having a laugh, but then I was taken away. Uh, I that. will retract my statement mm-hmm. saying kids doing adult things that what aren't taking Orwellian, drugs as a. What an Orwellian origin this character. I'm confused by the word character. Well, character has yeah. the force of our personality. Oh, is very sure. character, yeah, yeah. like you yeah. know, the way you would call someone a character. When you're insulting them, like sure. the way oh, you go. <laughs> I can knife you. Yeah, well, it's like yeah, of course you are. You, I mean, you could. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, ostensibly, anybody could knife anybody. You just need like hands and a knife. Yeah, I've got both. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Well, want to be clear? I brought all my supplies for this threat. It, it was one of your supplies a knife. Yeah. What are the other supplies? My hands. Okay. <laughs> right, we went over the list. <laughs> We checked, in check. we checked yeah. every box. At some point, even even short lists are lists. Yeah, it's like a list of two, you know, but like you don't want to forget it. Yeah, if you forget your hands, yeah. like what are you going to do? Before she leaves the house, face? before she leaves the house, like, all right, what do I got? Hands, knives, all right. All right, this is a little longer when I leave the house. <laughs> yeah, it also involves keys, wallet, and phone. Ooh. Well, yeah. Hands, knife. Yeah, hands, knife, keys, wallet, phone. It's all one thing, you know? Hands. <laughs> yeah. It's my wallet. It's got my phone in it, and it's got keys. So like, knife, hands, phone thing. Yeah, with the holder. Yeah, I mean, like the, your phone, wallet, keys, check is just one thing. Yeah, yeah tickets, money, passport. You know. <laughs> so like, these fists is my tickets. My money is my knife. Weird, right? And my passport <laughs> is my phone. Yeah, because it gives me access to things. I mean. Look, the, the logic behind this is bulletproof. Like, I honestly, well, actually, I do have a gun now that we bring it up, <laughs> but it's not on my list because I shower with it. At some point, you don't bring your gun everywhere. It's only for formal occasions. Oh, whoops! Well, I hope this is formal. <laughs> well, we are wearing pinstripe suits. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I'm wearing it. a bow tie. <laughs> I mean, you're you both- joking, but like, there is a high chance that oh, when I'm on the radio that I'm wearing a bow tie. Yeah, no, yeah. really. Yep. Yeah. All right, speaking of bow ties, how old was you when you lost it? Wait. Just kidding. Would you like to uh, set up your story? Yes, but I love that segue. That was beautiful. That was, <laughs> you, you ever see a triple Lindy? That was what that was. <laughs> Just a verbal triple Lindy. Good job. All right, so, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so I'm 30 now. Um, uh, just turned yeah i turned 30 over the last week which is um, that's an accomplishment yeah no i'm amazed i was supposed to die like 10 years ago but that's not that didn't happen most cool people say three <laughs> nope <laughs> i was supposed seven. to be dead by 10 actually that's that's true i talked to my mom she's like you were supposed to die in childbirth and i was like happy thanksgiving <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> thanks for the macaroni salad i guess um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're here you were supposed to have died yeah, like, i love you too mom <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah i've just turned 30 and i as like i was i was um i was having a birthday i was thinking about all the kind of fucked up 
sorts of situations I found myself in. You find yourself in in general when you're 20, and I feel like for the girl as a person, the girl as an adult, you need to be able to fall in love with someone who is evil. Like you have to fall in love with bad people to understand the value of actually being loved and what love actually means and how poisonous love can be and how to find a good love is is like key to 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 live in. And so like this story is about uh specifically it's about that time I fell in love with a bad person. Um uh so as as the host uh entered I I lost my virginity late. I lost my virginity when I was 25 years old and that's not the interesting part of that story. Um the interesting part of that story is all the shit I did before I lost my virginity, mm-hmm. which is a uh, very very fun. Um so the reason I didn't lose my virginity a lot earlier is because uh, while a lot of teenagers have the struggle uh, with, uh, you know, social anxiety and pressure, I had to struggle with whether or not I wanted to be alive. <laughs> I spent a lot of my uh, late teens, early 20s trying to not be alive uh, to a point where uh, the last attempt ended me in a psychiatric center for about a week and a half uh, in, into some serious psychotherapy which uh, I got out of and then immediately started doing stand-up comedy afterwards, which is not a healthy place you need to be in your life. You don't need to, you don't need, when you have nothing, art becomes your salvation. And for me, when I was 24, art sort of became the thing that saved me. And being a stand-up comedian, being the thing that made, that made me happy was sort of the thing that kept me being stable which is very tenuous you need actual you need actual therapy to help you through your problems you can't just make jokes and hope that makes you feel better and this is in the part of my life where i was not suicidal but not entirely stable so i met this girl outside of a comedy venue um let's call her nikki michelson because that's her name uh-huh. um so <laughs> this girl like the first time i met this girl outside of a comedy menu and i spend 45 minutes laughing at her headband <laughs> it's a beautiful romantic comedy style story uh the second time i meet this girl uh she is wildly drunk in the back of this same comedy venue and as i'm walking her to a cab she slurly gets out the only reason you're trying to be nice is because you're trying to fuck me and i'm like correct and i get her inside of a cab the third <laughs> The third time I meet this girl, she has forgotten about the second time I've met this girl. So we start hitting it off. So on our first date, uh, we're, she's also a comedian. So we go to an open mic together, do an open mic. Then we go to a show, go to a show together, have a good time. Uh, during the open mic, she has four beers. During the show, she has four beers. And then when we leave, she has four more beers. So she's had 12 beers in about an hour and a half. So as soon as we leave the comedy venue, she start, we start kissing because she's super drunk and I'm lonely. <laughs> so we start making out. We're kissing all the way up. So we decided to go to the show. There was a show in New York, one of the best comedy shows that had been one of the best long-running comedy shows called Cabin. And the thing about Cabin is... It was a great comedy show in a shitty venue. It was a, a, a show where every comedian showed up on Thursday night 
uh, to hang out, shoot the shit, and watch really good comedy in a really great room in a venue that had a peephole. Like, that's the kind of venue this place was. Uh, you knew they were washing money. Like, you knew it. Like, no, no one's this dirty and gets away with it. So we go to this venue and stuff like that, and we sort of part through the venue. I'm talking to some people that I know, and she's, she's disappeared and stuff like that. So when I go outside, I go outside. I'm going to go over to do this on another open mic. I'm going to grab her, and we're going to go. When I go outside. She has her arms wrapped around another guy, and she is inches from trying to kiss her. Now, if you've seen the scene in Alien 2 where Sigourney Weaver gets face-to-face with the xenomorph, and she turns her face to avoid the mouth, and then another mouth comes out. That's what this guy looked like. <laughs> so he's trying to not to kiss her, and she's trying to aggressively kiss him. And I am heartbroken. Like, I had not been alone with a woman in since I was in high school. This was like my first time being on a date with somebody. And so I'm like so hurt by this by just the cow's removal of my feelings from the situation that i storm off now i go to this uh bar called k shop the bar's no longer there uh but it had a lot of great memories and this is one of those nights where a bunch of shit goes off that no one can expect so i go down there and my friend and it's an open mic People are hanging out. One of the comedians drops his pants on stage. <laughs> Another comedian gets into a fight with an audience member. And uh, I'm, I'm so heartbroken. And I'm sort of in my own world. I don't notice any of the calamity that's happening around me. I'm like, I'm so sad that I don't notice that my friend Ben is on fire. Side story. My friend Ben got set on fire. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so my friend Ben, Ben Todoshag, he's a really funny Rhode Island comedian and a uh, really good guy, really sweet guy. But when he gets drunk, he does get a little confrontational. He never fights people. He's not a physically violent guy, but he does not take people's shit. And he sort of gets into it with people. He gets really, like, aggressive about it. Uh, so this, so as he's, he's super drunk already at the beginning of the night, and he's walking up uh, Ludlow Street uh, trying to get to the open mic, and he bumps into these pack, this pack of wild frat bros that are just out on the hunt. Uh, and so he bumps one, they get into a verbal squabble and stuff like that. And the guy puts his cigarette out on Ben's beard. So Ben, correct, oh. yeah, I know it's a real, it's a real like aggressive move. So Ben in that moment backs away, says, you know what? It's not worth it. Not worth my time. Turns around, doesn't notice that the dude has flicked his cigarette into Ben's open book bag. So Ben from the beginning of Ludlow Street, is on fire. And he is walking up Ludlow Street to the bar, where he walks up the street, into the bar, down the stairs, before my friend AJ goes, hey, Ben, are you on fire? And then puts him out. Hey, um... Yeah. I just noticed that you're, you've emulated a little bit. My I'm going to... is on fire! Just... So I'm here's all that happened around me, and I did not notice. It's like I'm just heartbroken. I'm just like in a in a sadness bubble, just crying to myself in the corner. So then she walks in. After all this, she walks in, and we get into a huge fight. 
We, I take her outside. We get into a huge fight. I'm like, who was that guy you were kissing? She was like, what guy? She was real drunk. <laughs> so she, she and I get into a huge fight. I storm back into the bar. She storms in after me. And at the end of the night, she goes, look, take me home. And I'm like, okay, because I'm real lonely and I'm heartbroken. <laughs> so I'm going to take this chick home. But I take her home. I'm like, look, you're way too drunk. I'm just going to drop you off and I'll make sure you get home. Same. She's like, okay. So we get to her place and she's like, come in. And I'm like, I'm just going to get you in bed, make sure you're okay. And she's like, get into bed with me. And I'm like, I'm just going to get into bed with you and cuddle you till you fall asleep. <laughs> and she's like, make out with me. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll make out with you, but it's not going to go any further. This is like the loneliness domino. It's just every step of my personality has gone, just been sheared clean away. Like just, just eroded by the rain of sadness. This is how Rube Goldberg <laughs> fell in love. Exactly. So we start making out and after a while she's like, We gotta have sex and I'm like, Look, I'm not gonna have sex with you, you're too drunk and she's like, Cool, would you at least go down on me? And I'm like, Fine <laughs> Because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> at this point have you had you ever done that before? Uh no, but I have an imagination. I mean, you can read enough on the internet. I'm yeah, sure. no, I figured I figured it out. Just keep just tongue or clear until she comes. That's pretty much it. Guys, if you if you can't get it up, just your mouth works. Go go. So go uh, ham. we have another checklist: mouth check, yeah. pussy check. Yeah, that's. I don't understand what dudes go like. I couldn't get it up. Look at your mouth works. Go. What are you talking about? Have a good time. If she enjoys you. She'll bring you back. Don't worry about it. So I go down on her and stuff. So I go down on her and um. Okay. By the way, side note: I love eating pussy. It's great, guys. Do yourself a favor. Eat pussy. Just. Make that my campaign slogan, Eat Pussy 2020. Like, that's it. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm going down on her, and she says, fist me. So, look, I don't know if you've been asked by a woman to fist you. Nope. Um, that's, not some, that's not something you want to miss here. That's something you need to, you need to check that. Um, so, I think you said fist me. Yeah, yeah wanna... she's like... Before I stick all five fingers yeah. in, I want to get a I just need I just need clarification. Just look at her. She's like, fist me. I'm like, what? And she's like, fist. I'm like, what? And she's like, fist me. I'm like, I don't know if you notice, but when you sneeze, it sounds like you're saying fist me. So, like, I just want to make sure. She's like, put your hand inside me. If and you like what you hear, donations can be made <laughs> on Podomatic. Please but check out RFB. This is the least attractive fisting story anyone's ever told. No, all of fisting stories are not attractive. Continue. <laughs> There's <History>. some. <laughs> he doesn't know my search history. <laughs> uh, some ladies don't, don't. That's fisting fiction. Uh, <laughs> this is fisting nonfiction. But them tears is real. <laughs> right. uh, so I, uh, so I, so I put my fist in this girl. You know, and stuff like that. And, she, and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> like you do. Uh, so I put my fist in this girl, and she comes immediately. Like, it, within Hi. seconds. She's she she's done. And after we're done in that, like, sort of, like, pillow talk moment, I'm like, that was weird. I've never done anything like that before. And she's like, get out of my apartment. <laughs> and we dated for eight months. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that's that and that's that story and that's the story of uh, so you dated a girl for eight months and you didn't have didn't, you didn't have sex no with no her? we had sex we 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 fucked soon after but oh that, i was gonna but, say because because that'd I be a real it. fucked story if you like only ever fisted her yeah like, i mean I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> look I, I would, i'm not I it was into more your dick but i'm into your hand uh yeah look believe it or not women just want to come sometimes like that i mean it, however girls, they, they can get there that's yeah. fine um yeah <laughs> oh, girls just i mean i've had girlfriends that if you put two fingers in they're like ah! yeah no look i'm look i can't <laughs> i can't like judge anybody's sexual peccadillas like i can only come if i stand up like so i'm weird so wait 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 like you uh, well, you mean while still banging or do you Even like you're like alone. oh wait wait, let me stand up no, i have to stand up and jerk off on somebody and oh. like, what, if you're alone as well yeah so there you is in the bed, right? And you're like, oh, my mom's not home. I'm going to fucking do this. I have to go to the bathroom because there's a drain there. I'm not a psychopath. All right. So there's, there you is. <laughs> you was in the bathtub. Was you I'm in not the cleaning toilet. up after myself. Like, I like, mean, <laughs> there are other options besides drains. You can get a rag. You can get- No, I'm not doing any. Ha- like once I'm done, I'm done. I'm not doing any handiwork afterwards. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm finished. I'm, it's either in the toilet or in the bathtub. That's it. That's like I'm not I'm not coming but anywhere you, else. You standing the whole time you coming. Yeah, I gotta stand because like when I was a kid, I have five brothers. So the only way I could jerk off when I was a kid is I had to go to the bathroom and take a shower. That's it. So like now my body's program is like, well, the only way you're gonna come is if you're standing, which is really awkward to ask a girl to kneel. So like when your roommates leave, does you like does you get in the bathroom real quick? Yeah, that's, that's what, what I do. I'm like, I mean, hey, how long is going out? I mean, when you're having sex, do you get close? With, do you know it's like time no. to start masturbating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when could you just go for like four hours? Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> Generally, I mean, I mean, I my mis- girlfriend doesn't like it. She's like, "Fuck no!" I just make me come and leave. Like that's it. Like make yeah, me no, come I, and get I mean, I, I, I take I take too long too. But yeah. like sometimes I pretend to come just so that I can get over it. No, but no. like, uh, but no, my girl doesn't give a shit whether I come or not. She's a perfect. She's a perfect spouse for me. She just rolls over and she's like, "I'm done. Bye." Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> Catherine, why or were you? What do you mean, why were I? Why were? No, you? why are you? Why like, are this you? specifically this way? Whoa, this is like melting my brain. Who is this? Uh, this is a person, an idiot I found on the street to replace you. Yo, you're a fucking idiot. I've got my guns and my knives. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. true. She does have guns and knives. She has guns and knives, Catherine. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that doesn't do anything. I'm not scared. Oh, I, I, my Fridays are filled with guns and knives. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, anyway, <laughs> how are you guys? Uh, good. You just missed this like really weird story about me fisting a girl. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're a class act here. I will have to listen because I love fisting stories. <laughs> she does. It's her do. favorite thing. That's her favorite genre of fiction. Yeah, it's her yeah, audible. Uh, yeah. She, well, she no. It's her favorite genre of nonfiction as well. I would. I would not say that's my favorite genre, but I would say that uh, it's one of the tropes in my favorite <laughs> genre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her, yeah, it's sure. it is it is okay. it is a it is a meme. It is a repeated act in her genres. Yeah, yeah mostly on the bar today, for example. Yeah. It was on the bar, uh, but you know, there's a bar full of people and and one person in the middle who's supposed to dislike being. Anyway, what are we, <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, the same thing we talk about every week, apparently. Sex. <laughs> it is literally the, one of the most interesting topics human beings have ever devised. Do you I mean, think falcons are romantic? Do I think? Did we have this conversation? Do I you mean yeah. like about falcons bir- about birds? Well, the idea, the ability to control beast of any stripe is like incredibly sexual to me. But were you talking about an engagement? 
Oh yeah, Something like was that? That was a conversation we had, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it came like you. Oh yeah, you were the inspiration for this joke I wrote about wow. about uh, <laughs> engaging. The way I would en- get engaged to a woman is uh, I'd take her out to somewhere nice and outdoorsy, and then as I'm showing her the sights, I'll reach out and hold a falcon, and a falcon will come with a ring in its mouth, and then I'll propose. So that's pretty great. So I actually have a scar on my hand. Well, from a falcon. No, no. So it was from trying to hug somebody. I'll tell that story another time. But um, uh, whenever you have a, an embarrassing cut, you should just tell people that it's from falconry. Ooh, yeah, yeah, no, that's... Uh, yeah, because uh, there's nothing more... That's what all these in, cuts is from. Oh, you see you see this giant cut on my hand? You're like, how'd you get that? What's wrong? Oh, falconry. Because you don't want to tell someone you were trying to hug and missed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I overshot. I, I kind of actually want the second the second story as much, but I was like, "How do you? What do you do? I overshot, man! Like I did, I overshot. I overshot a lot, and I overshot uh, the hug. Ended I up mean, in I, a wheelbarrow, rolled I mean, downhill. I mean, at some point, you really want a hug, and sometimes you do a running hug, and the person dodges, uh, <laughs> and then you hit a corner, and then you have, and then you have to go to the doctor and tell them that you. When they asked how you did this, you have to say. I tried to hug someone. Yeah, and then they know you're in an abusive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line. Yeah, uh, I was in in this situation. I think I was the abuser. Yeah, because uh, my because I used to like to hug my friend because if you hugged him, he would go into the fetal position, and it was really <laughs> oh, funny. That's that's uh, 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 those guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, those I was, guys. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, I thought it was super duper. Um, like I was helping him, like I was going to get him out of his shell. But now I realize I was just being a complete and utter dick mm-hmm. uh yeah. but when i was when i was like in my early 20s i was like 22 i was like i'm helping him i'm gonna exposure therapy um and uh and also it was hilarious so clearly i was being a dick because it was funny yeah but um comedy has changed yeah comedy well i think that you're in no general- longer allowed to traumatize someone for comedy but also he was a track star therapy. like in high school he was a track star so me trying to hug someone who, who can clearly get out of the way yeah. not a great idea so i was like i'm gonna run at him and hug him but he was like a person that could like get out of any situation like that. So he just dodged and I was too, had too much momentum and my arms went around and hit a corner on a table and I gashed my arm, my finger really big. And I actually didn't go to the doctor right away. Um, and uh, the, the doctor later, like I have many stories that end this way. Why didn't you come to the doctor? Is what the doctor always, <laughs> oh, yeah, says. always like, yeah, I've got a huge scar on my, uh, under my eyebrow for that. The same thing is like, you should have gotten stitches. Um, but yeah, this scar is entirely from stitches is for bitches. <laughs> Thanks, Bubbles. Um, uh, they, no, I actually. Uh, yeah, so that I, I guess I won't tell the story later because I just basically told it in the in yeah, you just a, a shortened version. But uh, my friend, my friend, and uh, my my friend. I mean, I I thought it was funny, so funny so that I didn't care that I had this giant multicolored scab for oh, like months. Uh, but yeah sexy uh, you know i used it for art i like did a stop motion animation where the, the scab and a, a googly eye were like its mouth and then like oh jesus yeah. <laughs> i want to see that <laughs> i don't know if i can find it oh it doesn't exist it's like your girlfriend in canada well first of all <laughs> yeah uh, sure. I, my home. girlfriend in Canada doesn't exist, uh-huh. but uh, but my scab video. That's because you're my boyfriend. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I love it because he says it like that every time. <laughs> um, speaking of people who are my boyfriends, I brought a story. Ooh, yeah. oh. am I an asshole for coming in late and bringing a story? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, but I, I know feel who you like. <laughs> 
that is you every week. Yeah, Continue. it might be a pattern. It yeah, might be is, a pattern. This is who you are. It's a, it's a pattern of radio abuse. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Speaking of abuse, <laughs> in the story. Nice transition. Yeah. Continue. Um, so a lot of people have a lot of the things that I do happen by accident, generally. Um, and a lot of people ask me to do uh, this one thing. A lot of guys have asked me to go to a sex party with them. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's have not you guys shocking. Been? Continue. <laughs> no. Okay. What? All right. So- no, you? No. <laughs> so- oh, I know. The, the, the girl that tolerates my dickish behavior. Yeah. I'll ask her. Surely she'll want to go. Like most of your Facebook posts are your boobs. So, yeah. No, I, those are reposts. I'm not the one posting my boobs. Other people That's are right. posting my boobs. She's, for she's actually me. being accurate on that one. Yeah. No, no it's, I have nothing to do I with that. I think the people are asking you to go to a sex party because you're the only person that tolerates that dickhole that would ask their friend to go to a sex party. It's like, true. Like, I don't like, make them feel like creeps. Well, nope. yeah. While yeah. I jerk off in stockings on people. Like, okay, sure. Look, just, you, <laughs> all go. you have to do is stay in the corner and watch. <laughs> But uh, you have to tear a little. Here, take this stick. It'll make you cry. You want, stick. You want the rub down. A rub down. You want the rub Ooh, down. Oh, Alfredo's back. Um, so yeah, uh, Out of context, that bit is hilarious. In context, it's exactly story. the same. Yes, it's no better or worse. It's just perfect on its own. You, you want the rub down. Yeah. So, so a lot of my friends have asked me to go. And out of all the people I know, this one guy... Who, um, God, fuck, I had the perfect way of wording it. I totally forgot. But yeah, he's the kind of guy who, who's like, um, oh, God. Like, okay, he wakes up in hospitals after blacking out drunk and like takes the IV out and goes, I'm not fucking paying for this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, um, that's the friend that I felt the most comfortable oh. with going if, to a sex party. If you asked me who had a friend that just pulls the IV out and like walks out of the hospital of my friends, I'd say Catherine Dunn. <laughs> what? Know somebody? Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. that is friends with them. Not know yeah, no, somebody. I, I, Cause I know that we all know somebody that's that kind of dick, yeah. but you're friends with that dick. Right. And I go to sex parties with that dick. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Um, but this person knows that I'm not going for my own purpose. I'm not going to have sex. I'm going for research, but I actually mean it. Uh, oh. It's not like a joke research. I'm really just going to like see. So I went three times. The first time was the best time. Uh, and the third time was the worst time. And that's the story that I'm going to tell. Oh. No one wants to hear the good times. No, I'll, I'm going to do it. But, you know, hey, I, I went to, to a sex one. party, had fun. That's not what I came here for. Yeah, yeah, I, came he- I came here for awful. <laughs> there better be tears at this sex party. I mean, there is, but that's also in the good part, too. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> just from the fisting. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, There are, speaking of fisting, uh, there are like on the, in the sex party, once you go, we'll call it the whatever uh, it's something else, but I'm going to call it the whatever party. So there are whatever buddies and whatever guards who are like making sure that everybody's um, doing like um, observing consent. Referees. Yeah, like basically making sure that you take your, your shoes off before you go into the playroom. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, I just want you to know that we just vacuumed. Yeah. Uh, please take your shoes off and please just wear a condom. Please, please yeah. put your watches and hats in this bin. We'll uh, be bringing them around later. Wa- uh, watch your step. There may be semen. Karen, yeah. Karen, Karen, come on. You know where the, you know where the keys go. I'm such a cum slut. I'm looking up the semen. Hold up. Uh, Karen, you give me rub down. Yes, Alfredo. As long as you come on my face. <laughs> no coming. Just rub down. All right. Hey, <laughs> go to the cum room, you two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And on, on every table in the playroom, which is where everybody's fucking, um, there are dog dog wee wee pads, and I'm assuming 
This is for squirters. That okay. is my assumption. I mean, <laughs> I you don't look. <laughs> like a, I'm not gonna roll anything out in the playroom, yeah. bro. I mean, also people who are into like water sports, maybe hot sure. lunch. I mean, it doesn't say anywhere that you can't poop, so maybe, maybe you can poop. I mean, if um, you poop, if you're at going the- to, if you're gonna poop, please what, take what off is- your shoes. No pooping in the playroom. Because, because if you, you do- nothing. Look, we don't want you trekking in mud. We just if when you're making mud. I'm sorry. Um, who pooped in the playroom? Guys, I'm sorry, guys. guys. Not cool. Someone pooped in the pool. Yeah. Uh, on. And there was, speaking of this sort of playroom, there was actually a ball pit in the bathroom and a guy dressed like Figment was wait, in wait, the ball wait, pit in the wait, bathroom. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 There's a ball pit in the bathroom. I, I, I really, really wish that there's photographic evidence of a guy dressed as Figment in a ball pit at Believe a sex party. Believe it or not, you're not allowed to take pictures at a sex party. Uh, no! Yeah. That's why I said I wish there was. So weird, right? And the only pictures you're allowed to take are in the photo booth where you can go uh, sure. and take pictures. Why didn't you take a picture with Figment? <laughs> Dude, if you could take pictures in the, in the sex party, you'd clean up. Yeah. So it'd just be like a wild water kingdom, just people with the splash zone. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I really wish that I could have brought him uh, into the photo thing. Um, but my friend was there and he was furious with me because I was wearing, I'll show you the very sexy top I was wearing, guys. Try not to get a boner. Right here, this is what I was wearing. Oh yeah. Because yeah. the theme was... The Big Bang. So I went as Mork from Ork. <laughs> as in Mork and Mindy. Yeah, as you would. Yeah. yeah. And this is just the top. There were jeans and jeggings. Not je- not jeans, jeggings. Because I don't wear pants. Um, so that's the hot nanu, thing I was nanu, wearing. Nanu, nanu, yeah. nanu, nanu. Oh, I'm going to get that big egg. Uh, you know I've always wanted the folks Yeah, you want to get that big egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's what I'm wearing. And my friend's like, take off your pants. And I'm like, I'm not taking off my pants. And he's like, why the fuck not? You're at a sex party. Take off your pants. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not taking off my pants. I decided today when I was at a wedding that nobody's ever going to love me. So I've decided that I'm wearing fucking clothes tonight. <laughs> Look, I went to a, a I, Weddings I, do things to I me. I went to a wedding and I decided that I'm going to be single forever because that's how weddings work. Yes. I saw love and it was something I've never seen before and I'm very upset. You went to a wedding and a sex party at the same day? What life are you leading? This is an adventure. Yeah, in between the two. Suddenly (laughs) appear. Yeah, so like in between all of this, in between the wedding and the sex party, I come in here and my fucking joke thief is here. Yeah. Like this joke thief is so bad that I come in and they're going over the cold open and I'm dressed from the wedding, still dealing with the pain and stink of dying alone. And like there there they are and they're like, All right, so we're gonna go over the cold open. The character's name is Joey No Lips, we all don't like him. I'm like, Hey, for a guy with no lips, he's got a big fucking mouth. <laughs> right? I'm just riffing with them. And the next thing I know, we go on air and my joke thief fucking says, For a guy with no lips, he's got a big fucking mouth before no. I can even say anything. So I'm mad at my host because I was like, this person's a joke thief. I can't even be in a room with them without them stealing from me. And it's just absurd. Like to the point where we can't go to the gym because I'll say something and then it'll be a status update on their page. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, tell me to write it down. When you're friends with a comic, tell yeah. them to write it down. So um, after that, the joke thief leaves half a sandwich in the studio and it almost shuts down the entire station. So we're calling it Beefgate. But it's really just a half roast beef sandwich gate. It was a sandwich scandal that almost brought down the station. Beefgate oh. sounds like something much more sexual than that. Yes. Yeah, beefgate is like uh, way darker in yeah. my mind. Yeah. Beef has a weird reoccurring thing to happen at the party. Like the first party, I saw a guy whose dog was named Beef. 
Mm. So like Beef's dad is Wait, his name. Dog, dogs at the- No dogs at the party. Okay. Unless you're shallow and call women nasty names. <laughs> okay. So. But no dogs at the party. Yeah. I am not that person. Um, Maybe. No, just kidding. Um, So Beefgate no, happened. God, I have not. I accidentally stumbled upon some like MILF stuff and then it was MILF on MILF with old skin. Anyway, <laughs> it was a bad search. <laughs> you never want to go with the thing they have in the page. Moving on. So there I am talking about a sandwich. So that's what I mean like with like silly consequence, like silly things leading to like serious consequences. Like the whole fucking station came, almost came down over a sandwich. Yeah. And to me, it was some weird karmic way of like, saying fuck you for for booking the joke thief mm-hmm. um so there i am at the sex party on my phone in jeans dressed like mork from orc because i'm dying alone and my friend's like uh-huh. what the fuck are you doing i'm like something important i swear to god just give me a minute he's like nothing you do is ever important so now no <laughs> woman within earshot wants to fuck him because like, he's verbally abusing his date basically yeah 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 and also and, and there's two things verbally abusing his date and verbally abusing mork from orc fuck that shit. right yeah everybody's like i love your your rainbow suspenders like every time he left people would come and make conversations with me every time he came back they're like oh i gotta go the weirdo who jerks off backwards is back he also Wait, jerks ex- off backwards like this I'm oh, sorry she's, for the she's listeners showing, at home. She's showing me what that means, and I didn't know what it meant until she did it, and now I completely get yeah. it. Yeah. French style. Yeah, yeah, yeah French, French style. style. Yeah, it's a modification on the stranger. He wants to. Uh, does he? All, does he also punch his hand a bunch of times so it's numb, so Who it knows? feels like it's a girl? Probably. Because yeah, I mean, girls always get punched before they fuck. Like the only. <laughs> like, like, I was like going there, but sure. He would. No, I'm kidding. Is it, that's his preferred method. Yeah. No. I swear. Man, that is weird. I mean, Isn't you it? stand. <laughs> it is. I can't judge. Uh, I mean, I will because I'm I'm made of scorpions and I don't care. So, yeah. <laughs> so but oh man, that's a uh, that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it made no sense to me till she showed me, and then it so makes perfect sense. He always wants me to bring costumes because there's a theme. This one was the Big Bang. The first one was God and Goddesses. The, the the second one was fairy tales, and he always wants me to bring a costume. When meanwhile, he's just gonna walk around like a lunatic in his boxers, backwards jerking off. So the first time I gave him a crown of thorns and then after that, I'm like, I don't want to give him anything because he's going to get dick juice on it. Like, Ugh, there's going to yeah, be like fucking cum crust all over anything I give him. And I like having clean costumes. Mm-hmm. For, I, think, like, I think in general, it's safe to assume people don't like cum crust. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there he is like, nothing you do is ever important. And then I have to look up at him and in all seriousness, be like, no, I'm serious. He's, what is this about? It's about a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's furious because fuck you it's about a sandwich i paid so much money to get us in here you're not even going to take your fucking pants off and now you're talking about a sandwich like what and i'm like you know what? i get it i'm sorry but he was in such a bad mood because he had had a long day not realizing that i'd have a longer day yeah um so at this point i like i don't have the phone but i'm like fuck i gotta get back to the sandwich scandal like i need to know how it's res- resolving itself like do we have a station or not uh, so I go outside. I tell my friend what's going on now. While he was yelling at me, Figment from the ball pit fell on him, and then he angrily and like former alcoholically kind of like pushed him like, "Get off me!" And then like other people saw, and he's like, "Oh, he's, he's drunk," like you know, like or whatever, like acting like he's not an asshole, but like clearly being an asshole. Whereas if he was drunk, he'd have no filter. He would just like be threatening lies. <laughs> sure. So. Um, I meet people every time he steps away. I go outside and now I'm on the phone with my friend who's like 
involved in the sandwich scandal, but also involved in this situation with this rapey dude who's verbally abusive to me at the sex party. Who's verbally abusive at a sex party? I mean, unless that's your thing. Then yeah. This is like this is like the best game of guess who. Yeah. Uh, is it? Is I've he literally, bald? I've literally yeah. clicked. I've literally clicked so many, but there's still so many left. Yeah. <laughs> so there she is. She hears his voice. She's like, oh, my God, he sounds like a date rapist. Ask what frat he pledged for. Damn. So I do. And he gets mad. And then uh, in between all of this, Figment is now half naked and stumbling down the street. You're supposed to not call attention to the sex party. But Figment is calling attention to the sex party. I mean, I think Figment taking, is calling attention to Figment. Yeah, yeah. Also, people are taking pictures with him. And then, like, this guy comes out to find Figment. And I tell him he went that way and to the left. He's like, great. And he went off into the right. I'm like, oh, he doesn't want to find him. He just has to go through the motions. So, <laughs> yeah. My friend's like, you're going to be a diva. And you're going to take a car away from this man. And I'm like, no, let me just go give him another chance. So I go in and, oh, God, we're almost done. So I'm going to go till, till the end. But I'll do it over the music. Yeah. So I go in and um, and um, I basically am like, uh, okay, what's the problem? He's like, I can't go in the fucking BDSM room. I can't dance. I can't drink. I can't go into the playroom because you've got on pants. Everybody's wearing clothing. Nobody like, it doesn't matter what you wear. But because I'm wearing pants, I'm ruining his night. Uh, so I'm like, fine, let's go into the playroom. So we finally go into the playroom after he verbally assaulted me in front of all these people numerous times. And... Um, Stop. Nice. And yeah. he's like, um, he's like, uh, we're in the playroom now. Finally, we're in the playroom. And like, I managed to keep the ticket on me because I had a pocket to keep it in, which infuriated him because I have pants. Uh, and we go into the playroom and he's like, so you're just going to stand there and watch? And I'm like, what's the problem? You stand here and watch all the time while simultaneously jerking off backwards and creeping on people. Like, why is it a big deal that I'm watching? Um, so he acted like it was a huge deal that I was watching. And then at that point, I'm like, fuck it. I am leaving right now uh, because he's just like, now he's making me feel weird about doing the thing that I've always done in the playroom. Like I stand there and watch, then I sit down and then I'm like bait because people come over to have sex with me and then those people wind up having sex with him. But he was fucking up the food chain Mm. by verbally assaulting me once we got into the playroom. I mean, I was dressed like a virgin the first time he fucking dipped his dick in a woman's face. Like clearly it's not me. It's your shit attitude that's not getting you laid. Yeah. So, um... So I, I leave the playroom. I go to the thing. I grab my stuff out of the bag. I shove the bag at him, let him know that we're not leaving together. And then I go out into the left because I know he'll look at the right. And like I meet this woman and she starts talking about like how you come with a whatever buddy and how great it is that you guys can split up and then come back together. And I'm like, yeah, do you guys wind up fucking the same people and taking notes on like how similar or different they were? Like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. And of course we do. And then like she, I was like, oh, were you the naked chick? She's like, no, I look just like the naked chick. But that naked chick is way younger than I am. Trust me, when I'm naked, that girl looks way younger than me. I'm like, oh, you're so sweet and so funny. And then the car was coming and I'm like, may I hug you? And she was like, oh, my God, thank you so much for asking. And that just like made the entire night about consent yeah. and the importance of consent. So, uh, Catherine, where can we find you this week? Oh, please come to Satanic Bingo at uh, Bazaar, Bushwick Bazaar on December 3rd. Also check out the Iron Mule Short Comedy Film Festival at the Alamo Draft House. You can also get in one of the movies with the Be A Star Contest. Where can we find you? Thank you so much for coming, Banal. You can find me on at uh, Banal underscore Jermelson. Uh, look at my podcast. It's about wrestling. It's called Talking Smart. Uh, Where can we find you? 